Hello, welcome back to Masks and Misfits. I am your game master for this, Jason, joined by... I said joined by... Joined... Can't see my finger. (laughs) Oh. Uh, (laughs) Bye. What? Hemocrit? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. What are we doing here? (laughs) It's okay, Abby. We love you. (laughs) You're beautiful in so many other ways. I was just about to ask. You know what, what, you bitch. I was was just about to ask what costumed character are you playing today? (laughs) I mean, I know I'm playing champion. Ashley. And Eli already said champion, so we're I good. I said what I said. We're you good. Say it out of order, you yeah, bitch. Yeah, we clearly know who, who the fuck I'm playing at this point. <laughs> yeah. Ow. My <laughs> chest hurts from my initial gut reaction to that. <laughs> this checks out. All right. <sighs> okay. So when we last left off, y'all... Uh, Dealt with the repercussions of the dockside battle with Iron Flag. Uh, time passed, and Ellie Travis, a.k.a. Hemocrit, is dealing with the uh, repercussions of ghosting good friend Alexis. And uh, similarly, Champion got a mysterious... Well, got a a serious conversation with Grandpa about how Grandpa genuinely appreciates champion and feels the champion is good for the legacy yada 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 got a a mysterious letter written in mandarin a language that champion knows and that omega man shouldn't know uh, that omega man sent to champion basically challenging champion to a one-on-one fight on champion's terms and also a champion got a a fatherly disapproval with a but i still love you (laughs) Uh, you it's then only a little bit disappointed. What? I said it's only a little bit disappointed. No, I he's guess. disappointed. He just champion's dad in my mind is very centerline, where he acknowledges that what champion is doing is a good thing, but the way he's going about it is wrong. Okay. So it's like champion is half right, but and as his dad, I need to get him all the way over. So I will acknowledge the good while pointing out the bad. Yeah, I I've always imagined that um, the differences in how the legacies are viewed is that Grandpa is very black and white on what's right and what's wrong. Yes, maybe not necessarily on what's right and what's wrong about how to handle things, but what is right and wrong. Yes. Whereas Dad is very black and white on what is the right way to do something but much more gray on what is right and what is wrong. Yes. And Champion, I hope I've been giving the impression, is somebody who recognizes that there's a lot more nuance to everything. Mm -hmm. Except Nazis. Fuck Nazis. Yeah, Yeah. always fuck Nazis. Fuck Nazis. Not actually fuck them. They don't, you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Punch Nazis The the bad word, not the... You know. Yes. Anyway, so uh, that happened. Uh, you also went and discovered the weather patterns were getting a little bit strange after defeating Iron Flag for some mysterious mm-hmm. reason. Uh, suspecting the involvement of Fenris, you went and talked. You had Shot go and talk to Stormbringer, who essentially was like, "Hey, don't pursue the super dangerous super criminal, please. God, don't." Okay, well, you're gonna do it anyway. Here's my number. He's doing the. He's probably doing the smartest option he can in this in this instance. Because you already have a way to contact him via like your cell phones, but mm-hmm. n- now you have like a, an emergency beep button. Like you could just page him whenever, and he'll be like, "Okay, this is an actual legitimate emergency." And you also discovered there was some weather patterns changing. Were concentrated on Tree Hill, and I think it was Boulder Cave, mm-hmm. something like that, uh, which are different districts of the city. Uh, Tree Hill is sort of this open planning, 
suburban environment with like a lot of trees and uh, forested sections breaking up the houses whereas boulder cave is this very densely populated city center so we will start with uh, what would be more amusing uh you tell me bro i'm thinking and then I'm, I'm realizing that champion's abilities at uh speed makes it better for me to start with hemocrit so Hey. <laughs> Hemocrit. You were threatening me earlier. I'm not sure I trust this, but okay. <laughs> it me. You are scouring Tree Hill, looking for any signs of Fenris or Fenris-related activity. You know, mythical monsters, uh, frozen landscapes, uh, snow-white dog fur where there clearly are no dogs, things like that. And while you are doing this, you you do make note of some tracks that are unusual, as in that they are three-toed, clawed marks in the ground that are about the size of a human foot. And they are not uh, quadrupedal, they're bipedal. And you have the ability to investigate for you... How are you going about investigating Tree Hill? You have many options available to you in the modern age. You know what I want to do? I think the way she would think of first would be uh, to like, she would find like, you know, uh, like a Tree Hill uh, neighborhood Facebook group and she Mm -hmm. would join it and try to like stalk it to see if there's anyone's reported anything weird. You're fucking brilliant. All right. All right. Such a good idea. You get a lot of eh, just general paranoid suburban residents. Uh, there's one guy that claims they saw Bigfoot, and then and then there's a post that's like from someone. It, it's Bigfoot's post, but who knows if it's actually Bigfoot being like, "I wasn't there." You're mean. So there's a lot of conspiracy theory and general paranoid residents stuff going on. Like, oh, my neighbor left his lights on last night. It is fun, though, that because the world that our characters exist in has, like, aliens and magic it and could all be this Bigfoot. shit, it could legitimately be, be, be Bigfoot. Oh, the cryptids. But yeah, there's, there's a lot like... of things like that. One, one thing, however, does catch your attention, which is reports of a masked individual who has been parkouring through the neighborhood pursuing a mysterious, like, shadowy, feathered figure. And uh, there's, like, a shaky cam picture of it. Extremely grainy, and you can just barely make out a dude in a um, green, blue, and red costume um, who is perched across uh, on top one of the trees in the wooded areas and you see in the distance a like fuzzy blob that is supposedly the feathered creature mothman <laughs> he ascends huh. straight up and simply screams <laughs> what do you do huh uh i sent that video it's just a picture it's a single picture I send that. I screenshot that and send it to the group checks, and it's like, do we recognize a guy, uh, someone with this costume? Uh, unless Jason tells me otherwise, I'm gonna say the champion does not. No, it's a a. It's a crappy picture, and B, you don't recognize it. Yeah, I was gonna say unless unless Taser Fist like has a costume that we're aware of, then nah. Now nah, Taser I mean, Fist costume like a- is like. You bought him a better costume. You know what Taser yeah, Fist looks I, like. I know what he looks like. Oh yeah, that's right. We did. Yeah, it's like did. lightning ninja is what he has. But anyway, ninja. Lightning yeah, this is very ninja. much a like skin tight suit. Oh, spandex. Yeah, this is very much a spandex suit and mask is what this is. And you think you can actually make out like utility belts and things on it. But other than that, there's not really much detail. Would there um, be anything on the utility belt that would. It is a very grainy picture. You can just oh, yeah, make out right. that there are utility belts. It's like, oh, these hmm. pixels indicate utility belt. That's mm-hmm. literally yeah, what you're yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm assuming 
that you'd be sending this during your investigation. Yeah, I am. Like uh, she's uh she's sitting at like a like a bus stop mm-hmm. and uh, kind of texting, taking a break. Okay. While you're doing that, you end up bumping into Luke. <laughs> Are you oh, in nice. costume? Yeah. And he just, he just, well, Luke also is one of the very few people that actually knows Hemocrit's secret identity. So he just kind of, he saddles down next to you and gives you a nudge. She startles a little bit and she's like, wait, wait, hey, what are you doing here? I was just about to ask you the same thing. Doesn't, uh, you know, what, what is Hemocrit doing on a, sitting down on a bus stop this time of day? Don't you have like... Patrolling. All right, well... It's not a whole lot I can say in public, but just, um, God, I'm trying to think of how he would phrase this without giving away that he knows who you are. This is actually harder than I thought. Um, That's fair. You know what? We'll do the easy way out. We'll cut the champion. <laughs> and then we'll cut back to that. So champion, you are at Boulder Cave, which is a densely populated, as close to slums as Halcyon City gets, uh, in that it is extremely low income, but it is still clean. Um, they take a good care of... they. The city has very good cleanliness and uh, programs to keep trash and other things off the street. So while they can't do much about the living situation or the income disparity, they can at the very least make it look good. Well, I'd imagine in an area like this, too, it's mostly the community itself that is keeping it clean and safe. Yeah. Uh, that they're probably not relying on the city too no, they're much not relying to actually on the help. City. The city tries to help, yeah. but it's... The city has programs, but those programs, the... you know, generally kind of fall short for the low income. And, yeah. Uh, you know, they learn how to help themselves, mutual aid. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, what is your goal? What is your... I am going to ask people if they have seen any weird people. They've seen describe Fenris or some of the things that I've seen him summon. Um, exceptionally cold areas, stuff like that. Like, I'm, I'm actually just going to fly down and talk to people. Okay. Uh, you get this one gentleman uh, who identifies himself as Robert, as all he says. Yeah, you know, um, I mean, I haven't seen any like wolf people or any kind of like monsters or anything out of a storybook or anything. But you know, you mentioned cold areas, and um, you know, they shut down. There was a sweet cream ice cream parlor. It got shut down, you know, uh, like a week ago for a health violation. And but you know, the uh, the area around it is a bit colder than it's supposed to be. I, like, I don't know, a couple degrees. I mean, it's enough to notice it. Not enough to be worried about, but, you know, I figured with all those freezers shut off, it would get warmer. Yeah. No, I think that makes sense. That's really helpful, Robert. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Anything for champion. Yeah, man. I fist bump like, him. Wait, wait. Can I, can I take a selfie with you? Of course. He goes and takes the selfie. Yeah. I tell him how to hashtag it. Yeah. Uh, um, And I just send a message to the group chat. I'm like, hey, you know. I think I might have a lead. I'm going to check it out before I have us all meet up. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Sure enough, uh, he gives you directions to Sweet Cream Ice Cream Shop. Mm -hmm. Uh, What do you do at the ice cream shop? Uh, It is an abandoned build. Well, it's not abandoned. It's recently been closed down, and they have covered the windows and locked the doors. It's not Uh, boarded up or anything, but it's covered. Yeah, I'll x-ray vision it, see if I can... Spot anything in there? There appears to be, person-wise, it's an ice cream parlor, but person-wise, there is one person currently inside. Uh, they appear to have the normal human arrangement, and you see, uh, it looks to be a a woman uh, wearing a parka, and she is standing next to what you can make out with the x-ray vision this large it almost looks like an ice cream making machine but there's no there's nowhere to put the ice cream if that makes any sense and it's and it's large it's it's like almost reaches the ceiling of this ice cream parlor 
All right. And it's relatively thin, so it's like cylindrical. Yeah. Can I see a way in that's like maybe... Ah, screw it. I'm just going to go around to the back and turn the handle to break the lock. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just a cheap. open the door. Yeah. And I'm just going to walk in, keep my distance, but say, uh, is it like real cold in it here? D- like the second you enter, it drops to the point where your breath, there's definitely vapor in the air. There is frost on anything that has any kind of moisture, just like the top layer you would get in a cold morning. Uh, it's not teeth-chatteringly cold, but it, it is cold enough that it does just hit freezing. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. again, it's the middle of August. It should not be this cold in this building. Yeah, even in an ice cream parlor, it shouldn't yeah. be this cold. Uh, I'm going to keep my distance, but I am going to say, um, so was the ice cream parlor a choice or just convenience? And uh, you see this woman turns to look at you, and uh, she has... The how do you describe it? The hair that just is stacked straight up and curls, kind of like uh, mm-hmm. Simpson. Mar- yeah, 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 like Marge Simpson. Yeah, kind of like that style. Not that extreme, obviously, but that's the hairstyle. Uh, and she, it's like pure frosted white. Like she's had it done. It's not naturally that color. And uh, she turns to look at you, and she says. Well, it was a bit of a target of opportunity. All right. Well, I mean, I don't want to just start smashing stuff. What's going on here? Well, I'm sure you are aware of the dangers of global warming. Okay. So I thought, well, why not try and stop it? This is my prototype. All right. So is it just make things cold? What's... At the moment, that's all it does. Oh, okay. Have you seen uh, Wolf Guy, Yay High, Might Summon Ice Monsters? And she kind of, she furrows her brow and says, Ah, uh, no? Okay. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I I don't know who you are, and I have no idea how legitimate this is, but as long as you're not hurting people, I'm not really interested in stopping you. Uh, I did get the building condemned. But is it really one, hurting people? Uh, one second. I'm going to look up the owner of Sweet Cream. Were they He's like not... a jerk? <laughs> is he really? a jerk? Um... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's legitimate. Like, if he was an asshole, I'm not going to feel bad for him. But, like, if he seemed to be an okay guy, then it's like, all right, well, this isn't cool. I don't <laughs> He wasn't okay. So he's not your friendly neighborhood ice cream parlor man. He's he's very much like I am running a business. Uh, he's not particularly a jerk, and he's not particularly nice. He's he, your he's average. a jerk in the way that any capitalist tends to be a yeah, jerk, he, but not necessarily average... like a monster. No. Um. Then I'm gonna be like, okay, well, see if you hadn't have told me that. They always do that to you, don't they? <laughs> they keep doing that every to me. time. Every time. I'm be like, listen, I don't. <laughs> and I, I do that thing where I, like, rub my nose on the corner of my eyes. It's like, why do y'all keep doing this Yeah, thing? like, it just, you can't just go around shutting down businesses so that you can build weird weather machines. Look, Rook pushed me out, so I had to pick somewhere. Listen, I get it. Those guys are dicks, all right? I just fought a Nazi robot that they had a hand in. Oh, yeah, I thought I saw that on the news. Crazy. Yeah, it was a, a whole thing. Just, I don't know, is there like an already abandoned warehouse you can set up in? And then there's the moment where she's like, huh, you know, I really didn't think about that. I love I mean, how we're just pointing out to these villains how to be like be better people. How to be a better villain. <laughs> That's the thing. They're not, they're villains, but they're not villains. They're yeah, they're not monsters. Yeah, it's, but you know what it, I mean. It, it's it's like the animal lady where it's like, I yeah. have a good plan, but <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, but I am going to be like, listen, I don't. I mean, the damage might already be done on this. I don't. How did you shut this place down? I placed a lot of ants in the ice cream. Ew. Oh. No wonder they were shut down. That's gross. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're bouncing back from that. So just. 
just don't do stuff like this anymore, I guess. Like, that's a bad move. You know uh, what? I, I never really thought about how that would affect... Listen, as long as you keep stuff like that in mind, I'm not going to get involved in your business. <laughs> I just love that amazing. just like, just fucking stop. Um, but yeah, if she doesn't have any information on Fenris, I'm going to no. leave. And, she, she has uh, no idea. I, I text the group and I say, um, yeah, there's a lady with a weather control machine, but I don't think that's going to be a problem. It, it honestly looks what? like it's going to break anytime soon. Yeah, like it's been cobbled together. Uh, I'm like, she's trying to do something with global warming. She doesn't like Rook Industries. It's I, I think she's fine. But she didn't see anything about Fenris, so I'm going to keep asking people and see. Uh, although this might, her thing might have been the source of the cold spots. Oh, well, that sucks. But okay. Uh, then I'm just going to keep asking around, see what what yeah. else people can tell. Like, if everything keeps pointing back to the ice cream shop, then I'm going to... Yeah, that's pretty much like, what happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's just how I spend the rest of the afternoon, yeah. unless something happens. We will we will cut back to him and Crit, so... Luke uh, texts you, is what he does. And uh, he texts you, what are you doing out here? Like, this is kind of far away. Patrolling. Um, we think there's a, like a weird dog monster, and uh, that's making all the col- making it cold. So we're trying to like you know track it down. Have you, have you, have, have you got any information on it? I mean, I mean, we've narrowed it down to Tree Hill and uh, Boulder Cave, but apparently, like from what it sounds like, Boulder Cave is just the result of some lady trying to like make a homemade global warming machine to huh. stop global warming. Huh. Yeah, apparently she got an ice cream parlor down there condemned, which, you know, that sucks, but, like, too late, it's already been done. Yeah? Well, um, I guess if you need any help, let me know, and, um, you know, I'm always excited to hear your latest adventures are, so, you know, but... I'll keep you updated. I'm gonna, I'm gonna head back home, and I... Do I want to do this now? Yes. Yes, I do. Make a mundane... Do do it. Assess the situation. Do that one. Do that for me. Oh, that's not good. That's a three. Uh, you could also do pierce the mask if you want. Although I think it's the same stat. No, pierce the mask is mundane. Assess the situation is superior. Okay, you can do uh, pierce the mask too. Uh, pierce the mask seven. Seven. So yeah. Uh, what's there's one question I think you can do, but I'll just answer it since this is less. This is me being like, "Hmm, what do you find out? You don't know why Luke is here. Like, as far as you're aware, he has nothing to do on this side of town. At all. And he was honest with you, and he was genuinely curious about what you knew about Fenris. But um, other than that... uh, he We were just texting just now, right? Yeah, you were just texting, because that's the best way I could come up with to have a conversation without people in public knowing. I sent a question saying, like, hey, Luke, why were you down here because i didn't oh i was helping a buddy fix up one of their old trucks you know how it is okay all right sorry uh i'll see you back home yeah i'll see you and he sends you a a a xoxo all right just the hug just the hug one rather the kiss one's kind of weird anyway (laughs) (laughs) yeah hugs she sends a gif she sends a like a hugs gif no the x's are kisses the okay. O's. O's are hugs. You don't know that? No. Well, because it's hugs and kisses. But it's, it's always, always hugs X-O. and kisses. It's never just one. Well, it, it, the phrase is hugs and kisses, but when it's typed out, it's XOXO. Yeah. So I didn't know if X came first because in the phrase, hugs came first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is delightful. But, uh. Round hug. Uh, Ellie's gonna move on and just go. She she's still very weirded out by this kind of situation. Also, um, I have a question for the DM. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I rolled assess the situation, did that count as a failure? What or that was just... a success. 
Okay. No, so just think. You... I rolled, assess situation, then I failed, then I did pierce the mask. Oh, so so no, 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 no. What I was doing is determining which one I wanted to use for you. Okay, so he had you roll, assess the situation by accident. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I wanted you to All roll right. the one you were good at. Uh, well, so far that is uh, still mundane, even though it's gone down a notch. Mm-hmm. So because um, uh, because pierce the mask is your higher thing, that's what I gave you. Because assess the situation, I was going to give you details about your environment that would have been iffy. But because I used the other one, I gave you details about his pers- his current, what he's giving off, the vibes he's giving off. Anyway. He didn't totally pass the vibe check. Yeah. Something was mm-hmm. off, and because your brother and sister, I was giving you an opportunity to find it. Anywho, uh, and no, it's not a failure. So, what do? You've asked around the community. They, there's a lot of weird stuff, but there's nothing concrete. There are those tracks you could follow, or you could try and um, see if anybody knows anything about somewhere particularly cold. Because that's what initially tipped you off. Um, I'm, I'm not really thinking about, tra- uh, going, trying to like, you know, track the tracks. Okay. Yeah. You follow these three clawed bipedal tracks. Sure enough, it leads you to this, uh, heavily forested area between the houses. A deer runs off. Uh, some ducks quack at you angrily for intruding their space. And you see what appears to be a pile of slush vaguely in the shape of a bipedal bird-like creature. I take a picture and text it to the group chat. like, bro, I th- guys, I think I found something. In the picture, does it look like slush in the way of mostly melted snow looks like slush? Or does it look like slush, like somebody spilled a cherry uh, slushy out Melted on the ground? Snow. Well, okay. I didn't, know if, I didn't know if we were talking about like a meat slurry. No, it's not a meat slurry. <gasps> meat slurry, oh my god. Uh, I text back, I'm on my way. I'm going to pick up Sure Shot. And while that's happening, before Champion arrives, you hear with your refined senses... A twig, or rather, you hear a branch strain under weight, like the branches did when you were parkouring at Grandpa Camp, and you hear a voice behind you as you slightly turn your head, and you see in your peripheral the green, red, and blue costumed person from the picture, and they say, you know, you really should have run back home instead of continuing investigating. I turn around and put up a fighting stance like, what? Like, who the fuck are you? Name's Helix. And you see they have this, like, double Helix motif throughout their uniform with the red and the blue. And their their uniform is mostly green. It's it's the red and the blue that form the Helix pattern across it. And uh, with your medical background, it kind of reminds you of a strand of DNA. Uh. So, what do you want with this, uh... Slushy bird thing. Trying to make, trying to make sure we don't have like you know a villain, a villain turn the whole city into permafrost. Well, funnily enough, that's the same thing that I'm trying to do. So, um, just stay out of my way, and uh, if you find anything, let me know. Excuse me. Where'd your friends go? Don't the Halcyon Titans normally travel as a pack? And it's right about this time Champion lands. This champion's quick enough. We're sure shot. You were saying, bitch? Huh. Well, I'm not interested in fighting the whole family, so uh, just keep in mind what I said. And you see he starts to parkour across the trees. Who the fuck was that? Helix. Helix? A bitch. (laughs) She is irrationally... Uh, offended that he that he implied that she needs backup the way because that's what qu- the way she took it from the way you phrased it. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's her brother, out of character. <laughs> uh, um, the whole you you should have gone home bullshit. 
I'm uh, huh. I'm gonna use some infrared vision to see if I can track cold spots related to this slushy pile. You can. Uh, in fact, the footprints uh, steadily get colder and colder and colder until they hit the slush pile. And as you examine the slush pile itself, you do see that it appears as if someone has like, like something has landed about where the neck would be. Like there's a, there's a mark in the snow, in the slush. Like a, like someone, like a branch fell on it or a twig or something where it's like a line across it. I, a thin line. A very out loud, thin line. I say, I think whatever this was turned to slush because it was killed. Kind of like the dragon and everything just kind of turned to snow when Fenris ran off. So it's a dead body? Mm. Construct, maybe? Okay. But something well, appara- well, apparently, tried to take uh, its head off. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess it was Helix. The dude we were just talking to? Yeah. Why do you say he's that? rude. Well, I mean, rude doesn't mean he's going to kill bird people. Yeah. Uh, he heavily implied that he was also looking for a villain, uh, looking, investigating a villain that's trying to turn the whole city into permafrost. Well, guess what we're why doing? Why would it be him? So if he's looking for it and investigating it like us, why would he be? I don't understand. He's fucking rude. Okay, but that, again, Hemocrit, that doesn't mean that he did this. He can be a jerk and not also a villain. That's true. I mean, I'm not saying he's a villain. I'm saying he's also investigating it. He's just rude about it. That's probably He probably, like, took down the monster, is what, what I'm saying. Maybe. Um, I mean, it does track that he was chasing it. It is interesting, though, the heat signatures until it finally died i guess are normal so i'm not going to be able to track these things that way does this pile just smell like you know melting water yeah yeah i figured melting water and just the tadest hint of like ozone ozone like energy yeah i don't know if that helps us track it but it's good to know it's not strong it's very faint um, yeah, I say out loud, there's a real faint ozone or energy smell. It's not going to help me track it down, but I don't know. Is that a clue? Is that helpful? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. What, it's, uh, what did it smell like when uh, we killed the other construct? Maybe it was the like same weird ozone-y water smell. Um, uh, I don't think that I got a good whiff of it that yeah. time i wasn't really thinking to try you were kind of in a life or death battle yeah i mean it definitely smelled like snow when it died yeah but the ozone yeah. part you're not sure yeah i i can't say for certain i wasn't it didn't even occur to me to try and get a scent profile it's like um when you when you drink what, what's that what's that uh drink is it like uh liqueur no that's not right the water you drink that's like vaguely tastes of a fruit yeah. Angry water. Yeah, it's sort of LaCroix. like that, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, out loud, I say, I mean, honestly, the whiff of energy that I'm getting is kind of the equivalent to the flavor of strawberry in a LaCroix. Like barely there? Yeah. I don't know. But this is a good lead still. I mean, why was this thing here? Let's fan out over because this is like a neighborhood right bunch yeah. of parks and suburban areas mm-hmm. cul-de-sacs yeah it had to have been here for a reason so i'm gonna start knocking on doors and seeing if anybody will has anything you know knows anything see if i can pick anything up do I you two want to i know i just text the the neighborhood group that's true. Yeah, you can do you that too. Message the neighborhood group too. I messaged the neighborhood group. Hey, hey, has anyone seen any like weird bird things around around recently? Okay. Or like weird slush piles. You get a response back. She doesn't even go here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna climb. I want to climb up in the trees that She's are. She's gonna post anonymously. This thing. Yes. 
I'm going to climb up in the trees to see if there's any any evidence in the trees. There's not. What What do you mean by evidence in the trees? Like, what are you looking like for? Like in the um, like any slushy bits or anything like that. N- it, not necessarily just slushy bits, but like anything that shows that the bird thing or whatever attacked it. If it was like came down from the trees, if that makes so, sense. So yeah. So the slushy bird creature, uh, by what you can gather, appears to have been running on foot and was then attacked from above. Um, You see, like, bits of mud that look like it could be a shoe print on one of the branches. And there's, like, broken, like, twigs and and tiny bits of tree around where the uh, bird has turned to snow. And this is a massive bird. This is, like, an ostrich. Yeah, I was about to ask if it was ostrich-sized. This is ostrich, if not bigger. Bipedal. So the footprint, is it distinct on the branch? Like, is the branch big enough for me to actually see, like, if there's any distinguishing marks? It's just lines of mud from where the mud got stuck in the the foot tread. In the grooves. Yeah, that makes sense. Enough for you to know that there was probably a footprint, but not enough to get a pattern. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to fly around the neighborhood using my uh, infrared vision to see if I can spot any more slush piles. You any other cold spots? Do. There are several. Shit. I I want champion to roll assess the situation. Legit this time. Alright. That's plus superior. Yeah, superior. Then that is a nine. Alright. So you can ask one question. Which I will say whatever is listed here or one question you think is relevant to your investigation. Um, the only, yeah, none of those questions, but the question I want to ask is, can I form a pattern? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I can narrow down our search area. It looks like most of these creatures were headed towards a central location and were picked off before they could get there. And if you examine the slush piles, there's similar marks where, you know, on different parts of the body, but if you could put two and two together, it looks like someone has been killing these monsters before they can get to their central location. Okay. Uh, I'm going to tell SureShot and Hemocrit to meet me in where I think this central location is mm-hmm. and say that I might have a lead. Okay. Okay. It's just a plain two-story house. In the middle of the suburban area of the of the uh, section of the city of Tree Hill. So, what do we think? Knock? Mm, yeah. Probably? I mean, yeah. Direct approach. Actually, let's case the house to be sure it's not... Is Does the house look creepy, Jason? No, it looks... I... I feel like for us, it's creepy because we know this is where these things, or we think this is where these things were going, and it looks like a perfectly normal house. Yeah. It So that that's the part where I have to clarify. So it okay. looks like a perfectly normal house until you get close to it. Okay. At which point it is obvious that while the the bones of the house are normal, like it, like it's uh-huh. a plain suburban house... Someone has done some serious remodeling to this exterior. So it has got all these bits of like fake gold and brass metal that someone has like replaced, you know, the uh, the trim has been replaced with. So it's too fancy? Yeah, like, like, like it's cheap, but someone has prettied it up. Like someone, someone has ex- accessorized their house for lack of better like words. Like someone who imagined themselves to be the king yeah. Yeah. The king of yeah. winter. Yeah. Someone has, has heavily accessorized this house. This bitch trying to make a house a little mini castle. But it's all still, right, well, for all intents and purposes, a regular two-story suburban home. It's just got some extra flair attached to it. I don't want to go busting bling. through the front door if we're not certain about this. I'm yeah. already catching enough flack from my dad for damage, so what do we think the plan is? I mean, uh, I, I would case the house first just kind of go around it but be stealthy about it and then if it seems like there's 
nothing going to get us if we knock on the front door, knocking on the front door. Yeah. I want to x-ray vision. You use x-ray vision and you see there is one gentleman who is uh, currently sitting down at like a fireplace reading a book. And it looks like someone who should own a mansion has bought a regular house. <laughs> like they have the wealth to decorate this house yeah. like a mansion, but the house itself is still very clearly a plain, again, two-story suburban dwelling. They just didn't feel like buying a mansion. Yeah, I, I say to the group, there's only one guy inside. It's not Fenris. Okay, well, let's just knock. Yeah. You knock on the door, and the door opens. And you are greeted by a a suit of armor that has been, like, stuffed with, like, silk sheeting. You hear a muffled, Hello, and welcome to the house of Magus Everbard. How may I assist you today? The... Whose house? Magus Everbard. Um, yeah, we like to talk to Mr. Everbard about, uh, any potential connection to Fenris. Of course, I have no idea what that means. One moment, and the construct gently shuts the door, and then... If you're still looking with your infravision, you see this construct waddle over. which was previously just, like, a coat rack waddles over and uh, talks to Magus. And you see the guy in the chair close his book, get up, grab a cane. That is very clearly not for function, but for style. And uh, he sort of skips to the door, I guess. It's not a full skip, but it jovially walks to the door. Mm-hmm. And uh, opens and is like, I respect the drip. Yeah. And uh, he says, well, uh, and this is very posh looking, very pretty boy, rich city kid. Uh, He actually looks to be only like a couple years older than you guys. Like he just turned like 19. And uh, he opens technically an adult, which means technically has influence over all of you, which I hate, mm-hmm. but it's true. <laughs> and then he uh, he opens. The I door. remember being 17 and having 19 year old friends. This checks out. And uh, mm. he opens the door and uh, you see this guy. and He's like, oh, champion. Pima, what's it? And um, sure Pima shot. Crit. Yeah. Um, what's this about to Fenris? Well, a bunch of ice constructs. Uh, have been getting systematically offed before they make it to your house. So we've generally connected those things to Fenris, son of Fenrir, mortal enemy of Stormbringer. And you you see he's about to make some smart comment. And then as you continue to explain the situation, his face kind of drops a little bit and then goes back to like that smirk that he has on his face. Mm-hmm. He he very much has a I'm better than you in every way look on his face right now. Uh, and he looks at all of you and says, well, I assure you my magical defenses can handle whatever that puppy can bring to bear. He has no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Like, he recognizes the names, but he has no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, so what about these, like, ostrich-sized things that are running through the, like, parks oh, and shit Parlor tricks. Any first grader can animate a snowman. Is that what's actually happening because we seem to we we're finding like footprints not come in not let's he ushers you in the house and you all sit down it's like footprints but not footprints but not like you're you said like a snowman snowman i feel like would just be like waddle like stilly footprints i i wink at sure shot and i say you know We'd be happy to come inside, but honestly, it's very obvious that you can't help us find Fenris, so we're just oh, going to be on our way. That, I can help. I can help you. I want to try and provoke him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's very much like. Oh, this is delightful. So provoke this is as if you had met Doctor Strange, if he had got the power of magic as oh, like superior. a teenager and never, ever, ever learned the responsibility. Like he's still being an <laughs> arrogant prick. But having the power I of the Sorcerer Supreme. Strange. Well, then you'll hate this character because it's all of the bad and none of the good. That is a ten. 
Okay. Yeah. He uh he very quickly goes, Wait, 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 wait. No, I, I I the great Magus Everpod can of course help you find this Fenris. Come on, come on in. I'll just scry on him with my scrying mirror. Please. As soon as he turns around, I like do like a mini low high five to yeah to a champion. little low five yeah, yeah like like that was rad because that yeah, was a really you, good idea you you get him really really flustered and he he walks on he actually trips a little bit over the like the the <laughs> this carpet that he has we've implied that he ain't shit yeah now he must prove that he is in fact the shit, the shit. <laughs> and uh yeah he goes and walks in and uh he takes you up actually no he takes you down into this uh, basement area and there is no basement for this house like he just waves a hand and a basement just sort of opens up with this rippling rippling of reality yeah it, it's it's less like like a puddle drop and more like the floor rotates out of the way to reveal a basement where there's no way physically for that to happen but it happens that's fancy as hell like the like basically the floor opens into a door if that makes any sense yeah and you walk down into this basement and uh, he pulls a very very dusty plain like cotton uh canvas it would be canvas very dusty canvas uh cloth off this massive three part mirror that's like its full standing mirror that is like 10 foot tall and each of its sections are five feet wide and it's three sections. And he's like, uh, excuse me one moment. And he opens up the mirror to its full glory. And you see that the mirror itself has silver, platinum, and jade bands woven around it. It's very gorgeous, but very clearly hasn't been used in forever. <laughs> and as I, this is the scrying mirror of... Um, Old Pyrus, the Great. I haven't used it in forever, obviously. Don't need it. But if this Fenris is as powerful as you claim, then, well, we need the best of the best. Um, Do you have anything from Fenris that I might use, perhaps, maybe? Um. Do we have anything, guys? I don't remember ever taking anything from him. I want to microscopic vision uh, Hemocrit's uh, cuts. To see if there's any anything left of uh, Fenris's claws. Yeah, there is a a tiny tiny fragment of like claw cuticle. Ew. Say um. Still hey, in my face. Hemocrit. It's been months. Oh my god. And I show you just pull your mask down a little bit, uh, and then I like laser vision to loosen it up like real lightly, and pull off this little teeny hair sliver. Yeah, and hand it over to make us a little bit. Yeah, yeah. probably. It, it was a good pain, like like taking out a uh, a splinter. Yeah. Yes, it, it mm-hmm. basically was a splinter that was stuck on your face. Still, I mean that'll explain about the cut why it still was still itching. Yeah, that's the problem with super healing. Uh, and yeah, uh, Magus will he won't take the sliver from you, but he'll direct you to this big massive ornate goblet that he has sitting in the middle of his so i just drop it in yeah yeah of course yes just, just drop it into the... yeah and i drop it and uh yeah and he'll go and then grab this urn and he'll start preparing this magical ritual pours the urn into the goblet says a bunch of words that honestly kind of sounds like gobbledygook and the mirror flashes and you see Below the city, below this portion of town, actually, uh, it looks like you actually see a house near the edge of town that has been bulldozed over and they're going to build a new a new house there to replace it. Bigger and grander than ever. And someone has been doing some digging in this construction site and it leads down into this these caverns below this part of town. And you see a throne of ice. And the whole place is just covered in one massive sheet of thin, thin ice. And you see Fenris is pacing about the place, scowling. And uh, you hear him say, in words that you do not understand but are translated by the mirror into English. So there's this weird echo effect. 
which said actually does sure shot still have the canvas bag from stormbringer yeah she wouldn't have gotten rid of it okay so you would actually hear both the english and the norse and understand it uh, because you have that Um, but you all hear what do you mean my constructs were slain and uh, you see this scaled woman with enormous bat-like wings that are currently tucked and her uh, she says you must understand Fenris there are many heroes in this city that would kill random beasts roaming the streets if they threatened the common folk these things happen you will have what you seek in time and Fenris paces about the place and says <sighs> I he snorts and there's like dog snot wolf snot comes out and uh, he says very well Nidhogg I have been patient for many many years I can wait many many more but I need that box if I am to breach Stormbringer's defenses. And that's when the feed cuts out. I just, I sit there for a second and go, then go, what box? Oh, um, I'm not allowed to talk to you about that. It's kind of a secret. Hmm. Doesn't sound like it's much of a secret. Look, I am the guardian of a magic box... That grants the wielder uh, immeasurable magical power. And I have been chosen as the Magus Supreme to be its guardian. And so I have done so for, like, I don't know, a year? Well, we'd hate for you to get involved. We'd hate for you to get involved in something so beneath you, so we'll get out of your hair. All right. And he just Uh, goes, just keep that furball and his dragon pet away from here. That's that's all I'd ask. Uh, once we're outside, I say, I know we're supposed to tell Stormbringer about whatever's happening here, but to be honest, I'm kind of looking for a rematch. Looking for a rematch with Fenris? Yeah. Okay. We could have asked that dude if he knew anything about the dragon lady. I kind of didn't want to listen to him speak any more words. Yeah, but that's having fair. more information is, you know, important. Maybe we uh, could ask maybe Fenris. I mean, uh, no, 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 not Fenris. Stormbringer. We could ask yeah. Stormbringer if uh, we could say we found a construct that uh, mentioned the, la- the name Meat Hog, and we just wondering what about it. I just want to know what we're going up against. I don't want to go into a room with Fenris and then this other weird-looking lady and get our asses kicked. And we could probably lure them outside. Yeah. I listen. All I'm saying is once we ask Stormbringer a question about this, he's going to take over. You don't know that, especially if we don't have all the and we don't give him the information on like where we saw them. We're just asking, you know, covering it up like Hemocrit said and saying we saw the this word and we don't know what it means to see if he's heard of maybe heard of heard that word or knows it's a name or anything. I mean, if you think he's going to tell us. He's been pretty good about, you know, giving information and stuff like that to me so far. All right. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and give him a call. Okay. So I'm going to call Stormbringer. Okay. You, You call Stormbringer and immediately it picks up. Immediately. And, uh, he says... Shoshot, what's what, what what news do you have? Hey, um, we were just over in these neighborhoods investigating some footprints and stuff. We determined that it's you know constructs, but we found a word in some in, like on it uh, that said what was it again? Hemocrit, meat hog, meat hog, and we were wondering if you knew what that meant. Thankfully for me, I pulled up a Wikipedia article, and then I got rid of it. <laughs> so I, I had vague memories. I wasn't sure we were going to get this far. 
Anyway, uh, Stormbringer will say, <clears throat> Nidhogg is, uh, it translates to curse striker, or he who strikes with a malice. It is. It was, originally, he was a dragon that slept beneath the world tree and slowly gnawed at his roots until Ragnarok happened, or almost happened. But they died in that conflict. They may have had children that took the same name. Okay. Let's just call in to ask that and see if you knew what that word meant. I figured since it sounded um, Norse, you might have some insight on that because we're doing a little bit more research. Just be careful. Okay. We are. We're being careful. But I'm going to get going. Thank you for the information. Stay safe. Remember my present. Huh? The bag. Oh, remember my present. Oh, I have it on me all the time. Don't, don't scare me like that. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're good. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. And he hangs up. (laughs) (laughs) So I hop off the phone and, um... Uh, I thought you said something about being present, and I was like, what? No. Okay. Um, like, I fuck? thought that was in character, and I was like, the fuck? Uh, oh, my I, God. It's I fine. Love... It can be in character now. I um, say, uh, all right, so we've got another child of Norse apocalypse to deal with. Yeah. Apparently. So it sounds like the because Ragnarok didn't happen before, maybe Fenris is trying to, like, make that happen with this other person and take Stormbringer out? I mean, as far as we know, Fenris just wants to kill Stormbringer. Maybe this Neetog lady is trying to start the apocalypse and Fenris just doesn't care. Yeah, I mean, Fenris cares about being on the throne of whatever. He doesn't give a fuck about anything else. But... Uh, I don't think we should like just go in guns a blazing quite yet. Okay, what's we your plan? We can draw out for sure. Like I think that's a good idea. When, but <laughs> either we take care of it or we tell Stormbringer and he's gonna take care of yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. Never mind. I don't have a better idea. All right, let's go draw them out. <gasps> and as you head to the construction site, this episode must come to a close. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I'm so fucking scared right now. Y- yeah. In character, out of character. Yeah. Jesus we'll talk about Christ. that more in Unmasked. What are your pluggables? <laughs> uh, I'll go first. I have yeah. a Twitter. It's elvenly underscore e. Um, both the e at the beginning and the end are capitalized. I share pictures of my cat. I share things I care about. Go forth. Have fun. I'm... Ashley, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter under Am Cosplay Clean. I post things about cosplay and my animals sometimes. Check it out if you like it. I have a YouTube channel called Arisil Prime, ERA SYL space PRIME, where I play Let's Plays of various games, mostly RPGs, because you know me, I love RPGs. Yes, I did that on purpose. <laughs> Uh, you can support the podcast by going to weplayrpgs.com. We've got links to get you discounts on coffee, dice. You can buy uh, merch from TeePublic. TeePublic generally has like a 30% off sale going on all their stuff all the time. Uh, also, rating, reviewing, and subscribing is a huge benefit for us. Um, and... I have been Eli Royal, and you can find me online at royalartisanprops.com. You can also find me on Etsy and all social media at Grumpy Badger Dice. Uh, and you can also find me just sort of dreamily staring off into space instead of driving the bus. Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.